Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. Joining us on the line for the last, well, over three decades, I think it is, Hospice George and Triangle Foundation have been looking after uh, after folks at the end of life and, and, and their families. And joining us from this amazing organization is Kelly Cookson. Kelly, I, tell us, how did hospice get started? It was really a grassroots program, right? Yeah, hospice, uh, George and Triangle, started in 1987, um, completely with volunteers um, providing palliative care support to end-of-life patients in their homes. Um, and that's still a big part of what hospice does, is... Um, supporting people in their own home. Uh, but since then, there's been obviously a lot of growth in the organization. We obviously have um, Campbell House now, our hospice home, um, as well as a lot of community support programs for the entire family and, and loved ones of our patients and caregivers. And most recently, you've experienced even more growth, more beds at Campbell House, more programs being uh, created uh, and run by Hospice Georgian Triangle. Yeah, our area, as everybody knows, is, is growing quite a lot. Uh, we also have um, an aging population more than some areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throw COVID in there, and that has also increased a lot of the demands on our organization. So, I mean, even just in the last couple of years, we've had um, the four additional beds that we had built open. So now we have a 10-bed facility um, and the cool thing about those four additional beds that we opened last year is that's for a respite care program, which was so needed before COVID-19, and now it is more than even ever. more so. Yeah. You know, like caregivers are burning out. Um, people aren't, aren't necessarily coping as well as they did previously, and people need to know that we have those respite suites there to provide either, you know, get people's symptoms back under control or, or provide the caregiver w- with a much-needed break. How is Hospice Georgian Triangle funded? Now, I know that you do get some government funding because that was part of what was holding up, whether we could open up those four extra beds. And we got that funding, which was great news. Mm-hmm. But it, it that falls very short. You do need the community to support you. We do. Um, we are funded by the Ontario government about 50% of our operating costs. So the other 50% need to be fundraised every year, as well as any uh, capital expenses are, are 100% through the generosity of our donors and sponsors. So any equipment, any gear that you need, you, you got to find the money for that. We do. So last year, our budget was uh, $1.6 million to raise, and this wow. year is, uh, is the same. So. Now, $1.6 million, I know that you do that through uh, individual donations. I know that you do that through events that you do. And, and through COVID, you've been, been rather successful pivoting for online events and making things unique. But a lot of the support comes from, from local business and, and, and business owners that support their community. And, and mm-hmm. that's a very important part of, of what uh, the foundation lives on. Yeah, that's something that we really were hoping to showcase this month in our communications is is the importance of the local business community uh, supporting us. It is a it's a huge source of support that we rely on, and we just we wanted to talk to the local business community to say that you know 
many of them have been there for us and we would like to be there for them as well. Like a partnership between our organizations can be so mutually beneficial and lift up both of the organizations. And we have a whole bunch of new options and programs and ways for local businesses to, to support us. What are some of these ways? And, and, you know, other than just, of course, it's, it's important to support your community. There's other benefits to corporate sponsorship. Yeah, so obviously, I mean, a business could just provide a straight donation to support the palliative care and the group programming. Um, but there's lots of other ways, too. I mean, one is also to engage with your employees. Like, you could have an employee giving program where, you know, a bit comes off people's paychecks and it comes to hospice. Um, you could encourage your staff. Every year we have our really fun hike and bike um, fundraiser. I mean, enter a team and get people behind that. Um, we also could do things with, there's endless opportunities with cause-related marketing. Like, if you're a local car dealership, you could have, you know, for the month of October, anybody that comes in for a test drive, we're going to donate 100 bucks to hospice. Um, or you could have, you know, at point of sale, you could have, you know, donate two bucks to hospice or one particular item on your shelf could have a percentage or, um, and obviously then of course there's event sponsorship, right? We have many events throughout the year, um, that people and opportunities. We also are going to have like educational opportunities that people could sponsor. So there's, there's plenty of ways big and small for companies to get involved and to show that just to show off the generosity of, of who you are and who your staff are and who your customers are. If a local business or, or someone who works in the marketing and end of a, of a corporation in town wanted to, to support Hospice Georgian Triangle Foundation, take advantage of some of these opportunities, where should they go? Best thing to do would be to pick up the phone and call Sandra Sullivan. She's our foundation director. Um, and she would love to talk to you. Obviously, you can check out our website, hospicegeorgiantriangle.com, to learn more about our organization. Um, but we would love to talk to anybody that would be interested in, in learning how we can lift each other up. Kelly Cookson is Community Events and Engagement Coordinator for Hospice Georgian Triangle Foundation. Kelly, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us here and Talk to the Town. Thank you so much, John. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.